This is Michael Danforth with Danforth Ministries and Mountaintop International. I want to welcome you to a new series of podcasts I'm titling Prophetic Blast from Future Past. Some time ago, we lost a lot of great prophetic words in our archives, which dated as far back as 2001. Many of these prophetic words seem pretty far off the charts of belief until they actually started coming to pass. Over time, it appeared as though this wild insight and foresight of the future was destined to become a permanent part of my life. It has long been my belief that accountability and credibility is of the utmost importance in our walk with God, especially when it comes to the prophetic realm. Therefore, I'm creating this series of podcasts, which will feature those who have personally witnessed or experienced these outlandish prophecies firsthand. As a result, it is my hope that you too will be inspired to reach your highest potential as a son or daughter of God, thus becoming a co-creator with His glorious intent for the world and beyond. For those of you who do not know, my first wife, Lori, of 36 years, tragically and unexpectedly passed away. Afterwards, Tamara, uh, who was my one and only uh, high school sweetheart, unexpectedly came into my life. Talk about a blast from the future past. And through an unusual chain of events and a brief courtship, Tamara and I were married. All of you who know her know without a doubt it was truly God that brought us together. So, it gives me great pleasure to introduce my first guest in this series, my amazing wife, Tamara. Amazing Tamara. <laughs> hey, everybody. <laughs> so, all of this has been really new for you, Tamara, and... Um, so you've just been kind of on this journey with me and traveling here and there and just kind of getting dunked into uh, all of this stuff. And so, yeah, why don't you uh, just tell them a little bit or tell us a little bit about uh, your journey thus far, and we'll get into some details of some things. Well, yes, it has been pretty amazing, and I have been getting definitely dunked in a lot of stuff. Um I ha- was not familiar with the prophetic at all, and when Michael and I first met, my question to him when he told me what he what he did, who he was, that kind of thing, was, so what's a prophet? And I know many of you heard me say that before because, well, it's true. <laughs> Prior to Michael, um, you know, my life was spent mostly in a business environment in many different industries, um, from banking, insurance, training, Cable, travel, I mean, all management and on many different levels, human resources, those kind of things. And so those, as many of you know, a lot of those are kind of uh, very, um, what would be the appropriate word, but very uh, stiff. I'm going to say stiff because <laughs> some are really, really fun. Well, they're all fun. They all have their element, but but pretty, pretty professional, pretty um, straight-laced, that kind of thing. So... When you go from working in very conservative, is the word I'm looking for, very conservative environments, to all of a sudden that um, you're on this journey, 
it's it's pretty crazy. Yeah, crazy and challenging. In fact, Tamara and I were having a conversation not too long ago. And, uh, of course, you know, we're always discovering something new in Scripture, no matter how long you've been in relationship with God. And, uh, you know... For me, that's daily. (laughs) Well, for all of us, it's daily, but just at different levels sometimes. So Tamara and I were having this conversation, and she's like, you know... I just realized that that thorn that was in Paul's side, no. it was, it, I, I thought it was like an actual thorn from a rose bush or something. You know, <laughs> I was like, I thought she was joking with me, but she wasn't, she wasn't. <laughs> and so that was, I was, that was pretty funny, but sweet. <laughs> <laughs> well, I couldn't figure out why it wouldn't come out on its own, just fester and come out. But I was like, well, you know, the Lord must have had a purpose, right? So <laughs> It's 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 a journey. Doctor, doctor, get this thorn out of me. <laughs> and of course, uh, obviously, there are times in life when it feels just that way, like there's something festering and we just can't get it out of there. Anyhow, so that's the innocence of all of this. And uh, so you can imagine just some of the shock and awe that uh, Tamara has been exposed to over these short few years. And which even makes the journey even more exciting. You know, there's there's nothing greater than going into a place to where people really celebrate, you know, what's happening, what's coming forth, uh, whether it's something prophetic prophetic or just insight concerning the love of God, the kingdom of God at any level. And so it's always exciting to, uh, to you know, witness uh, people, you know, having that experience or really rejoicing over it. And so, yeah, so that's kind of what our journey has been about. So, uh, Tamara. Yes. Um, so, uh, just share, um, uh, just give a brief, uh, kind of your first exposure, so to speak, of some things that you, you know, kind of was witnessing and just, you know, just give them a little insight of. Well, my first exposure is on a more personal level in the respect of when we're out doing things, whether it be having... Um, sharing a meal or having our oil changed or something along those lines, Michael's given uh, prophetic words for uh, the people that we are interacting with pretty regularly. And so that's always a treat for me. At first, I didn't really quite know what was going on, but, um, you know, then I start to look forward to them and I just see all the blessing over these people's lives and and all that God has in store for them. And I I think now I'm at that level where I'm trying to see, I can kind of sense, and I'm trying to see, I'm always looking for, uh, show me their heart, show me their heart, show me their heart to see uh, if I can even be close to what he's going to come out with. And yeah, I got to work. I got some work to do still. Yeah, or God's heart, like show show yeah. me your heart, God yeah. toward these people. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sorry, I don't always word things no, as no, correctly, good. but yes, exactly. But on a on a on a much uh, larger scale, and in the words that Michael speaks out when he might be in uh, prophetic worship, or when he's ministering, or when we do a video, the podcast, all those types of things. Probably the first thing that I really remember um, would be the election with President Trump. And, you know, he was speaking out that President Trump would be elected. He was speaking out about landslides. He was, you know, just speaking so much out. And and the funny thing, the thing that, that uh, nobody sees except uh, those closest to him is that Michael's not a political guy. 
He's a governmental guy. And he actually wasn't even thrilled with Trump to begin with. He was like, are you sure? <laughs> I mean, oh, my gosh, are you sure about I this? Was like, oh, no. But uh, I think, as with all of us, as we've come to watch President Trump and what he's accomplished, that it gives great pleasure to see that he is doing God's work and that he really is taking on what God has given him to do. And so in seeing him speak out all of these different things that, you know, one of some of his first words were that uh, the next president would not be bought or sold, that the next president would be a a financier, uh, that um, he would be almost a, I don't know, a guru with with, uh, negotiations and funds and things like that. And this was before we actually, like I actually... Knew. knew that Trump would be even a, running, yeah, running and so forth. So yeah. some of these words went back as far as 2012, 11, you know, in in that area. Yeah, and although you spoke about many times, yeah, and, yeah you know, especially forward from then. Yeah, and even as t- as it became evident that he was running, then it was like going back, looking at things, and seeing that. And of course, there were a lot of other people. You know, I say a lot of other people. There were some at the time that were speaking things forth but reluctant to really step out of the boat and put their reputation on the line. And because you know how that is, that sometimes, you know, taking a risk is part of the equation of moving in the knowledge of God and releasing that in such a manner that it impacts people in the sense of, you know, hearing, wanting to hear from God in in all these situations. So, yeah, we just laid it out there. And I think, too, that even for Michael... It wasn't that he wanted to jump out and and say these things. I mean, he knew that the mail he was going to get wasn't always going to be the kindest. And he knew he was putting his reputation on the line. But he does that every time that the Lord gives him uh, something to share. And he just is very obedient in that respect and steps out and does it whether he necessarily <laughs> wants to or or not. He He follows through with what the Lord asked him to do. Yeah, it's I really a, admire that. It's a challenge, but it is a pleasure because you get all of the fun stuff with it, seeing how God thinks and how he uh, does things that are, you know, that come about in ways that we just never thought that he would. So we try not to put things in, in a box, so to speak, even the prophetic. We speak about the prophetic, and I believe everybody is prophetic. And as you know, part of our conversations over the years has been not just about predicting outcomes, but becoming co-creators with God, therefore creating the future uh, from the perspective of Father's heart for people, His intent and desire toward them, whether they're popular or not popular. That's right. And so that's really the challenge. It's, you know, sometimes we like to pick and choose, but at the end of the day, we're just like, okay, God, what's your intent? What's your desire what do you want to do? Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, in fact, speaking about the election, we probably said this before, but it was late in the night, of course, when the final thing was coming down. And, you know, there were a couple times where it just looked like, oh, no, you know, this isn't looking good. So we were, you know, we would look at each other. And I was like, okay, I guess we got to go get a, a cabin in the mountain. You know, <laughs> we got to leave. We got to leave the earth. You know, my my whole prophetic thing is over. And <laughs> I mean, we were just, it was, it was, I mean, we were being funny, but we were also being like, oh no, you know, when you just throw it out there, right? So, um, yeah, it was pretty funny that night when all this different stuff was going on, which again was Tamara's first go around and really seeing all of this. And that was pretty impactful. 
Yeah, for you. especially on such a large scale. I mean, we had been uh, just living and breathing it for, it seems like, years. I know it was a limited period of time, but years. But I remember we were on our way to Spokane and for a meeting over there, and we were listening to uh, the news, and they came on, and Michael had been saying things about a landslide, that it was going to be a landslide. And speaking that out, because again, the Lord had showed him that. And so it came on the news and uh, President Trump, well, then he was he was candidate Trump, but he was Indiana. He was in Indiana speaking. And um, uh, Bobby Knight, I think, is the name of the uh, basketball coach there that is so popular. And he was involved in all of that. And, I mean, they came out and said that, that it had been a landslide, that Bobby, that Trump had won Indiana by a landslide. And, you know, they were just celebrating that. It was it was just a pretty amazing thing, again, to see. It was like every step of the way in different words that he said would come to pass until the final accumulation of the and, presidency. And it wasn't a pre-planned moment. Like she said, we were just driving down the highway headed mm-hmm. into Spokane, Washington, and all of a sudden, it just came to me. Lord spoke to me, and he goes, get ready for a landslide. And that it would occur in Indiana, and from then on, he said, from then on, he goes, it's, it, this is going to be a landslide moment. And, uh, and that's the very thing that actually came out uh, a few days later. So we were just like laughing over that, going, wow, that is just crazy. And in fact, I had recently got a, another word about 2020, about a landslide and uh, just different things of how the election would go. And, uh, we'll like, go. Yeah, we'll go. And no contest was yes. another word the Lord gave me. But you sent me, Tamara, a, a word uh, that was that someone from Fox News had, had, uh, had produced and, uh, you know, about 2020, and they had brought that out, uh, saying that by all measures or everything that they were looking at now, that they would consider the future election as a as a, another landslide in the sense of how things were going. Right. And so uh, even more so with certain things that have been happening of late. So we're not on here to just turn this into a political moment, uh, but just bringing some things to you that have happened and I'm kind of one of those people that when something gets saturated, like there's a lot of prophetic words out there, of course, uh, you know, about, you know, President Trump and so forth. So I kind of back off like we have a, a load of stuff and then I'll inject certain things as they go. But once the the pool gets pretty full, uh, I just don't really go there, even though you can wave that badge, so to speak, or that thing. We just kind of hold back and say, well, there's enough of that going out there. You know, no sense me adding my two bits. So anyhow. So I want to talk about one that was really rather fun. And that was when... That uh, was that fun? That was, that was fun. Well, I mean, that, <laughs> 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 uh, when you read your mail, it wasn't so fun all the time. But um, when we were in South Korea and we travel to South Korea at least a few times a year, and we were over there and um, Michael was speaking and all of a sudden he is talking about that the angel Outlander is there. And the angel is has these big building blocks that he is 
Looked uh, like kids' blocks. Yeah, that huge. he was stacking, yeah. and there were names on them. And anyway, the the um, prophetic word that Michael had out of that at that particular time was, look, uh, I think it was, look to the stars. There's going to be outlandish things happen. And then uh, just a couple days later, it came out that that two neutron stars had collided. And uh, I'll let you go from there. But well, they was, became visible. Yeah. So a couple days later, these neutron stars, like, you know, because of light years away, it had happened some time ago, of course, but just came became visible uh, for them to see that event, which was quite amazing. But yeah, I was getting ready to speak, and I never engaged with Outlander and 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 didn't even know there was an Outlander. I mean, you know, I was just like, what? And so he was stacking these blocks, and I just knew. Like, all of a sudden, it was like, my name's Outlander, and, and I was just like, what? And, you know, and I know there's this these shows, <laughs> Outlander, you know, the guy with the sword or whatever. So I was like, what? And on one of the blocks, it said outlandish events. And each block had a title of future things that would happen. But uh, anyhow, so I focused on those outlandish events and began to prophetically prophesy. I look up in the stars because an outlandish event is about ready to take place and all the world will see it. And this was in Korea. And just like Tamara told you, just a couple days later, because our time frame obviously was different over there versus the U.S., but all of a sudden, this became national news of this uh, huge collision of these two neutron stars. And we were like, wow. And it all pointed, you know, there was a whole prophetic meaning behind it. And uh, so that was that was really exciting just to see all those things happen. That was really exciting. And I especially love that because when you think about that, those things happen, those things happened you know, light years ago. So that's millions and millions of years. And here we are in the Lord. I mean, he does everything so perfect, his perfect timing. It all comes to pass right in the time frame that Michael's speaking it out. And to me, that is just, I mean, oh my gosh, you just can't make that stuff up. Right, yeah. And even in his book, Space and the Prophetic Frontier, there are many other uh, prophecies in there that Michael's spoken about the stars. The Lord shows him a lot of things about the universe. And um, and it's kind of like a title you really don't want. Like, <laughs> Well, I mean, seriously, because people are like, you know, I'm trying to pay my bills or I'm trying to do this. And, and it's like they're wanting these words on more of a personal level, which yeah. we go there and do that. And then you keep getting these outlandish things. And finally, it's like, okay, I surrender. But I was always drawn to the cosmos because of, of God wanting to occupy the heavens above and being able to just prophetically see into the future because we believe creation is aligning itself to the kingdom of God yes. and so forth and so on. So uh, another thing uh, that you witnessed... Uh, what, what, With uh, the cosmos... Uh, we were in um, Tacoma a couple of years ago for a um, conference. Conference, thing, right? Yeah, and Michael had spoke and Mike Parsons and and uh, uh, praying medic, praying medic. Yep, David the praying medic, and uh, Michael had spoken. He spoke about um, when we go places. Many times, creation responds. So there's been many different things that have happened. Uh, when he has traveled into different various reasons. And so he was speaking that out. Don't be surprised if something uh, unusual happens because that tends to go where we go. 
Because we said it, uh, we expect, like yeah. I expect creation to respond exactly. to the glory in us. So you yes. never know how, yeah. Yeah. So he had finished speaking and we were over sitting out on a balcony, a public balcony at the hotel we were staying at. And there was a tipsy gentleman out there with us on the phone. <laughs> he was pretty funny. Anyway, we're just sitting there relaxing, talking, a beautiful evening. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, comes this crazy fireball. I mean, it's just flying past us. It was so close. Looked like it was within our reach. Oh, my gosh. I thought it was going to hit the building just across the street and down from us. I kept waiting for it to hit in this huge explosion. And and I was like, oh, man, that's just crazy. Well, it turned out that it was seen, you know, across the western states. So it wasn't all that close. But if you'd have been sitting there, you would have thought. And the guy that was out there on the phone a bit tipsy, he was like, Whoa, man, yeah. I think a fireball just went, yeah. well, went he, by. He, he looked at us and he goes, was that a meter? Yeah. <laughs> and he's yeah. talking to his friend on the phone. I think I just saw a meter. <laughs> it was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that, so that was that hilarious. Was, that was hilarious. So, <laughs> so now I'm always looking right. Um, and that's always a faith builder, too. Yeah. Because one, you know, everything is based on, I believe, expectations, faith. And so your faith and your expectations of how you perceive God is going to move or do something, whether it's in healing or whatever, and creation is no different. And so it's a faith builder in the sense that we expect creation to respond to the glory of God in us, not in a negative way, but in a positive way. Yes. Uh, kind of like endorsing the sonship. Mm-hmm. And so, again, this kind of puts people on edge. But we have years of history now that and you know that have proven this out, and we're going into another season of that mm-hmm. where things really are going to be demonstrated at a much higher level because of various sons and daughters in the earth rising up into this revelation. So anyhow, that's well, very good. It really coincides with uh, the book you're writing, 2020, The Age of Spiritual Maturity. Mm. And all of the things that are going to be transpiring in this year and the coming year that reflect that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's pretty exciting. Yeah, yeah, very cool. What's Uh, another one? Well, another one. Well, I'm going to give a. uh, I'm going to give one that just happened uh, that Michael had been speaking out around was that because we had this crazy, crazy winter. Like I think everybody's had a crazy winter, but we got really no snow. I mean, it was Christmas, it was January, no snow. Michael's been saying, no, we're going to have a lot of snow this year. It, it's coming. And we're going to have a ton. that was June of 2018 when I started speaking about that. Like, yeah. get and, ready for a crazy winter, snowy, cold, all that. Yeah. yeah, and I really wasn't happy about that, to be perfectly honest, because I'm not a big snow fan. I was quite excited about it, <laughs> to tell you the truth. <laughs> <laughs> and our nephews that, that uh, plow snow in the winter, they were very thrilled. Yeah. But it just wasn't coming, wasn't coming. And I was thinking, oh, maybe he missed this one. Well, I'll be okay with that because I don't like the snow that much. (laughs) But no, that didn't happen. I mean, we had more snow in February. I think everybody, I mean, look at the California deserts. I mean, it's just crazy out there. So that's that's a a fun one in a sense. And that uh, you just never know how God's going to do it all at one time or a little at a time. But he just does yeah. what he says. And so the prophetic realm is interesting because sometimes you're predicting motion and other times you're creating it. So we can see something coming, which we're predicting an outcome. 
And uh, we like good ones, not bad ones. Yes. (laughs) And of course, that's always subject to interpretation. But I remember even during that time, I was like, oh, I'm going to need a (laughs) snowblower. And uh, one of my great friends, Steve, uh, they were moving some stuff, his sister and so forth. Anyhow, they had this snowblower. And she was like, you know, if you want to give that away, you can give that away. So I ended up getting the snowblower. I was like, yeah. I got my snowblower. This amazing snowblower yeah, oh my that gosh, could yeah. blow a commercial lot. <laughs> Brand new. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. So I just love how God really prepared us for that season. So that that was really a lot of fun. Yeah. And I think one, the last one I'm going to speak of um, at this point is what you've been talking about for a while. And we're really seeing it in this last year. And that's the great exposure that you spoke mm-hmm. of, that there would be a great exposure, that light would come into darkness, that what people had been speaking out was going to be their undoing because instead of damaging the person or persons that they um, that they were speaking against or trying to, to uh, you know, cause problems for, it really was going to come back and impact their own lives. And so that's what we're seeing. Yeah, and the great exposure was a prophetic word. It's on our archive uh, on our website, but... It was a during a time of worship, again, to prophesy about the future government and that everything underneath would come to the surface, that it would be called the great exposure. And it would literally change our nation. And what I love about this, too, is more often than not, God will give us insight, foresight about future events at a time when it looks totally impossible. Like, yeah. no, this just isn't going to happen. And, you know, it just looks like no way. And it really causes people to be skeptical at the time because of current events and so forth. But uh, anyhow, we have been seeing that. And occasionally I go back and I listen to those prophetic words about the great exposure and how it would be a change. And it was like, you know, it will become a government that you have never seen before. And in terms of, you know, good and not bad. So it is exciting to see things shift and change, especially when you live in a time such as, you know, our time and where people are really, they look at the future from a darkened perspective, yeah. like, you know, not very, not very expected in the sense of good things uh, because of eschatology, theology, you know, how they're viewing that. So a lot of times people don't have a glorious perspective. And even when there is something glorious going on where the glass is like, wow, this thing's really over half full, not half empty, uh, they they even get skeptical of that, like, oh, it won't last. Right. And a lot of times people can take on that mindset just because like, oh, no, we're so used to things not working. And when it does work, they're suspicious of what is good and so forth and so on. So, Tamara. Tell us then um, how... Well, I, I want to oh, say one okay. other thing about the Great Exposure. Okay. And that, <clears throat> excuse me, I think that it's not, just, uh, it's not just limited to government. Government can be over your lives, it can be over your job, it can be over mm-hmm. anything, or it can be how most people recognize it as in the government of the United States, nations, countries. And that is, I think, the other thing that we're seeing is this exposure is impacting not only our own government but also other countries, other nations uh, are being impacted as well. And I think 
you know, Hollywood. And I mean, you just look around. Every kingdom, yeah. Yeah, I think it's happening. I, it might even be happening in your own place of business that you're seeing things that are that are happening or or it really could be anywhere. So yeah. it truly is a great exposure. And we look at this too. You know, I've been noticing, and some of you listening to this probably have seen this as well, that when people see all of these things happening, I mean, I I read these like, really hateful comments yeah. like, oh, they're going to go to hell. And, you know, and I'm just like, wow, because really these exposures are about bringing something dark into the light. Mm-hmm. And I believe for the purpose of restoration. Mm-hmm. So there are a lot of people that are actually coming into a period of restoration where they will come into the revelation of the love of God in a way that they had never been exposed to it before and has the potential to really like transform their heart and mind and cause them to see things that they couldn't see before. And it reminds me of Jesus hanging on the cross saying, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. So we believe as light of God increases and it is increasing upon the earth that light shines in the darkness and therefore brings to light the true intentions of humanity in the sense of its evilness or whatever, but for the purpose of bringing them into the revelation of God's love. So we're not out to see people killed off and on goes the story. We're out to see them impacted at every level and become a part as much as possible of the future intent of God. Right, unity. Yeah, unity. And uh, so that's been kind of our, you know, I'm one of these people that have been speaking about the peace and rest of God, because I believe we're coming into a generation that will know the peace and rest of God, a unified people in ways that we've never thought, you know, would happen. And uh, so that's very exciting that we can co-create with God on that level and become part of this divine nature that is in us and for the purpose of creating heaven on earth. It is. Yeah. 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 So Tamara. Yes, Michael. So in all of this, so again, you've just been dunked into this. And by the way, you know, Tamara at first, she was like, oh, I don't hear nothing. You know, I'm not seeing anything. And, you know, on goes the story, right? It was actually pretty fun. But uh, (laughs) at her expense, unfortunately. That's just mean. (laughs) Yeah, that was just mean. But I knew, fun, because I knew I was like, oh, no, you're going to get this. Because, you know, a lot of times, whatever we expose ourselves to, we take on a lot of those characteristics. And uh, so, uh, in fact, I've taken on some of Tamara's. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she's such an animal lover. I mean, like, I've never, I mean, I knew this from years ago, but it's amplified itself many times over since. So uh, if you haven't checked out our podcast on uh, Mickey Mouse, you know, <laughs> and the rat, oh my gosh, you'll have to check that out because. That was quite, quite the experience. It so, was. yeah, anyhow, so it has been a very uh, life changing, uh, 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 life changing experience for both of us. Mm-hmm. And so, you've been exposed to, you know, this, this sonship in God, what it means to be a daughter in God, the yes. whole prophetic realm. How do, how do you, you know, how do you feel that that's affected you in your uh, perspective of the future? Well, it's had a great impact on my perspective of the future, uh, just a great impact on my life in general, and that um, I used to live a pretty fear-based life. You know, I was 
always looking at the doom and gloom and where things were headed and the world was getting worse and, you know, did you dare leave your house at night and so on and so forth. And uh, since then and that time, I have really moved into a glorious perspective into seeing just the light coming greater and greater into the world and that things aren't getting darker. They're actually getting lighter and better and uh, safer all the time. I mean, we live in just an amazing time and the things that we get to see and experience are, are truly gifts of God. And so uh, now I get up every day and I think it's going to be a great day. And it's not to say that our life is perfect, that we aren't without um, issues or, or needs at times, but, uh, you know, I just think that we have every, just the fact that we can get up and pray and have a God that is so amazing as our God to pray to, uh, has totally changed my life. I'm so thankful for that. And so thankful for Michael in my life as well. I mean, at times I might want to maybe argue that a little bit, (laughs) (laughs) but, uh, no, and, um, you know, it's just an amazing time. It's just an amazing time to be alive. It's an amazing time to be walking with the Lord. And I look forward to each and every day. I look forward to the lives that we can impact, that they too can see the glory that is available, that is there every day shining brightly. And I just think each day is going to get better. I mean, as sons and daughters, as we mature and and choose to move uh, into, into God's love, um, and embrace that, you know, I, I just think that more and more amazing things are going to happen. It's just coming into that agreement. It's, it's just walking in yeah. it. And so we, you know, a lot of times when things that are in the dark get exposed, that exposure gives, can give you the sense, oh, things are getting darker. But they were there all the time. They were just hidden beneath the surface. Right. So then when light shines in the darkness, exposes it, I, I think it gives people this overwhelming sense that, oh, my gosh, this is bad. And, of course, there are horrible things that happen on the earth, in the states and other parts of the world. You know, people, you know, that get our, you know, suffer and all these things. We're not making light of that in any way. But we do believe in the divine nature of God intervening at every level. And we also believe that we are peacemakers. It says, blessed are the peacemakers, for they yes. shall be called sons of God. And what I like about that is we're not just waiting for life to happen to us. We are participating as life givers. Yes. So we are impacting life and walking in the light as he is in the light. And so we, we, we're, we see ourselves as having a cause and effect upon all of creation. And I want to say, you know, just one little thing that I do, but I think it's a really important thing, and I know that Michael does, and that anybody can do, is that as you see these things being exposed, uh, as you see the hate and and the horrible things, instead of rejoicing in someone else's uh, tragedy, even if they brought it on themselves, uh, is to pray for them, is to pray for them, to love them, to know that... They're your sister and brother, and uh, they are father's son or daughter. And so he, like any parent, doesn't want any of his children to suffer. He doesn't want them in the situation they've chose to be in. And he is uh, just really um, 
wanting them to make the right choices and change their life. And so I think every time we pray for somebody that's in this situation, that we are helping helping to come into agreement with Father and with those others that are out there praying for them to make life-changing decisions. And every time somebody does, uh, the spiritual maturity just grows and where we are grows, and we become uh, just a better person in general. Yeah. And we are all about process. I've all, you know, I believe in the process that you go through as you learn, as you develop, as you mature. But I think we have to be careful not to use process as some harness to prevent people or limit people from moving into fields of high expression of God's love, of his authority, of his power. Because, you know, it's like, oh, they're too young or they need to go through this and that. And as you've said or have heard repeatedly from different people, I know I have, that eventually our, uh, our, uh, our ceiling becomes somebody else's floor. And I've heard Bob Jones say that years ago, and uh, I just believe that is such a true fact. And, man, we are uh, witnessing, I know that you are too, I mean, even on the level of talent, this is a good example, even on the level of talent, when you are listening to 13-year-old, 14-year-old, 16-year-old girls and boys saying, I mean, and their voices are just off the charts, like their gift and their talent. And that's just not in that area. That's in many areas. There is an intense development that is upon the earth that is really manifesting the potential that is in us. So that's true in, in that gift and talent, both in the natural and in the spirit. And there are countless men and women out there right now that are really growing at a very rapid uh, pace in, in the sense of just this divine nature, the maturity of God, the development that is in them. And so we want to be careful not to ever minimize that because uh, we're not staying at the same level. Process changes. It, it, we go from glory to glory. That means another level of process at a higher level of glory is a whole different thing. And so, of course, that excites us. That's increasing glory, the kingdom of God rising up in the earth. And uh, I've gotten to witness that myself personally with Tamara because she is accelerating. And those that know her see her accelerating. Just an amazing heart, amazing mind, and insight as to what God is doing. Becoming more daring all the time, dear, you are. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know about that, but... I do feel it's like true. I'm making a, some progress, but yeah, I true. have a long, long ways to go. Okay, Tamara, thank yes, you Michael. so much for joining us. It's this been is my pleasure. Wonderful, ben. it is. And uh, <laughs> we'll be meeting up here shortly after this. <laughs> Anyhow, hey, hope you enjoyed this podcast. We just want to remind you to check out our website at mticenter.com. Don't forget to check out all our other podcasts that we. Uh, have uh, posted. Uh, you can get it on Spotify. You can get it on Google. Uh, you can get it on YouTube, uh, YouTube and, and Podomatic. Podomatic. Mm-hmm. And yeah, iTunes. Yeah. So all the above. Yeah. Check it out. Pass it on. And uh, we just appreciate you uh, dropping in. Don't forget to check out some of our books uh, that I've written and writing more. And uh, 
Yeah, in the midst of everything that is going on. And our Facebook page, Danforth Ministries. Yeah, Danforth Ministries. Yeah, awesome. And for those of you who support Danforth Ministries, we thank you so much yes. for uh, uh, doing that, helping us reach the world and uh, do what we do in the way that we do it. So you are amazing. Bless you guys. Uh, step out of the boat. Take a risk. and uh, We love you. Yeah, create the future. See ya. Bye. Bye.